Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I am one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. And across from me, we have David Celery. Hey guys, it's a cozy night tonight. Oh, sure is. Oh, it's real cold outside. <laughs> also known as Nightly. Uh, no one on my left. Freddie could not make it tonight, uh, but he is in our ghoulish spirits. <laughs> uh, we are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question. Why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with a what? Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Our film that we're discussing tonight is It Follows. This was a fun one. Yeah? You liked it? I like I you know what? It's it's I don't know if I liked it or disliked it. Okay. I, <laughs> it was fun. Sure. That that's definitely for sure, but when I finished, I had a lot of unanswered questions, <laughs> and I'm sure you can imagine why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, was this your first watch? Through? This is my very first time watching this. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, this was my second time watching this. Okay. The first time I watched this was back in 2015. When it came out. When it came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, not released weekend. Um, it was it was kind of a fluke thing. I, I remember my wife and I and one of her college uh colleagues uh pretty much were we were all hanging out and um we were in walnut creek i think or something like that mm-hmm. and um we just we saw it was playing we were just like eh, you want to go check it out so we did um this movie still doesn't sit well with me yeah i am not a fan of this movie really yeah i i i I thought my my thoughts would change, uh-huh. <laughs> but I, with the reception that this movie has gotten and, and the way everybody, I don't know, gloated around this movie, it, it just made it seem like it was the best horror movie of, of and it's still to this, like to this day, like people still say this is the best horror film of two thousand and ten dec- this decade. Yeah, so it's when you had mentioned that you guys watched it in theaters, I was surprised that this even got a theatrical release because it didn't sure. seem high budget enough or it didn't yeah. really seem like it would attract people in. Right. Not only that, but the the content that's within the movie seems a little surprising for a the- theatrical release. But yeah, 98% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It, it's insane. Like they, they definitely, uh, they got the score that they, they wanted. That's yeah. for sure. And, and I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm shocked. Um, I'm not surprised by that score, uh, but I am like I, I could see why people enjoy this movie. Yeah, it, I think what it it has a a set goal of mm-hmm. what to show you, and it goes for it. Right. I just wish it went a little a little further. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's just a, I've had my gripes with this movie, yeah. uh, and uh, till this day, like it's still like. I still don't know what is going on in certain aspects. Like, I know what's going on in the movie, yeah. but I don't know what's going on, like, for example, the time period. Like, yeah, when the okay. fuck is this set? When I was watching that, <laughs> I totally was thinking the same thing. What's with this clamshell flip oh phone that's God. a smartphone? Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like they're watching TV on, like, this, yeah. this tiny-ass TV. We'll get to all of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's just that was one of my main things with this movie was just, like, I, where, when is this set? Mm-hmm. Like, this is interesting. And on top of it all, like, uh, like there, there's pieces of this movie that I do enjoy a lot. 
Yeah. Like uh, uh, Mike Lear, I believe is his name. Um, he's the guy who plays that really tall shadow or mm, tall it yeah. figure um, that comes into the room. He recently passed away actually oh, wow. last year. Um, but he, I love him in this movie and I wish they would have, I wish he would have been the main thing stalking them. Really tall guy. Yeah. He yeah. was very tall. Seven, seven. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. Like he legit had to bend down to get into yeah, the room. When you brought that up, I was like, that guy was hunched over the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. And, he was so incredibly creepy and he was really, really, he was cool. Like I really yeah. liked him a lot. Um, I like the, the thing that like, like, I don't know these things, whatever they are, the they don't, it's. they don't, the it's, yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't really have names. They're just the it's or an entity of some kind. They're just people. They're, right. they're copies of people. They're mirages of people. Yeah. But sometimes they can little, look a little spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some looked a lot know. creepier than others, for sure. It was like an on-off switch. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah, it was very strange, uh, mimicking some of the friends and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Like, maybe the more I talk about this movie, I might appreciate it a little yeah, bit yeah. more. But I could appreciate it. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, and I'm... I'm I'm thankful for this movie for yeah. sure, mainly because this this movie has helped the horror genre a lot, mm. and uh, movies like what this and Insidious, yeah. and uh, uh, then you had heavy hitters like Get Out, and um, uh, it Chapter One probably did the best for the horror genre of this yeah. decade, but um, this really helped a lot with the horror genre, mainly because. It it was taking a little bit of a dive after the uh, end of the two thousands era um, because that's that's when like torture porn and stuff like yeah. that was heavily yeah. like printed on and everyone wanted to kind of jump to that uh, and what's the next craziest thing that we can release in theaters kind of yeah. thing and it was this was a nice breath of fresh air for people to kind of take a step back and maybe go back into paranormal or yeah something like I that. I think with that I think why it may have helped the genre so much and I think about it with the torture porn like era mm -hmm. um with those type of films where it's more gory or torture like or something like this I think it's made for people that can say yeah I watched that scary movie right because it doesn't get too scary I mean right. realistically if we look at this film it's it's about you know you being haunted by mirages of people following you and yeah. that's easier easier to the stomach than something like I don't know I think of like the conjuring universe or anything sure. that as deals with possession or exorcism where it gets really right. gruesome with like costume design yep and I think that's why the torture era blooms so much with like the mass audiences because people can say I did that like yeah. I was able to watch that but right. it's because honestly I just don't think it's as scary. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely there for a shock factor, right? Yeah. And uh, th this is one of those type of movies that definitely can sit with certain people mm -hmm. um, and make people feel uncomfortable. And that's cool. Like, yeah. that's really cool. And, like, I appreciate when movies do things like that. Um, but enough of us jabbing about this movie. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and jump into it completely. So It Follows, directed by David Robert Mitchell. Um I'm blanking on what other films that he's done. Oh, no. Uh, gosh, Under the Silver Lake, he's known for that with A24. Um, it, it, it was a movie with Andrew Garfield, but that's besides the point. But he's known for that movie as well. Okay. Um, 
but it follows. Released on May 17th, 2014 at the Cannes Festival. Uh, theatrical release March 27th, 2015, uh, completely worldwide. Uh, with a budget of $2 million and a box office of $23.3 million, um, which is actually not that bad for a horror film. Yeah. Not too bad. Like you, now, I mean, it, since you have things like it, yeah. uh, it, it makes things a little harder for horror films now. Big it budget. hitting like $300 million yeah. in. in uh, it's span. Um, so that makes it a little harder for horror films. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of really big shoes to fill now. Uh, I think Dr. Sleep's going to do great. But whatever. Uh, a runtime of one hour and 40 minutes, sitting at a whomping 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, 96%, not 98. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's oh, still really good. That's high. Yeah. That's up there. Uh, but let's jump into the plot. We open the scene with the, with a street and a girl running out of her house with just a shirt and some hills. I love this part. Yeah, actually. I did too. The, the, like the fact when they jump out right, right, right off the bat. Yeah, like she's running outside her house. All she has on her hills and 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 and, and I guess a a shirt. She right? has like a, a like a undergarment blouse on with yeah. like undergarment like shorts like silk material. Yeah, like silky and uh, red heels on. Yeah, and so, she's running in heels outside like crazy like it's dawn at this point or or twilight i'm not sure yeah it seems like it's twilight yeah um but it's nuts and i I was just like whoa and i remember even seeing that for the first time i was like whoa what's going on it's a smart opening i mean beautiful yeah because honestly i had started the movie Mm -hmm. i was on my phone and that scene opened up and I was holding my phone while looking at the screen and I slowly <laughs> placed my phone down. And I was like, what? yo, what's going on? Because this girl, she looks kind of ridiculous. Like if she was just barefoot, I'd be like, all right. She was like yeah. in bed or something chilling and she right. ran outside for whatever reason. But she's she's looking at something. We as an audience don't see what it is. Yeah. But what makes it weird is the heels. And I think they're red too. So it's like eye popping. Yep. It, it wants to it's catch right your attention. Your face. It's like, Look at this. This is weird. Exactly. And it seems like she's being chased. And, right. And... Um, you even have a neighbor that is um, getting stuff out of the trunk of their car, and they're asking, yeah. like, hey, are help? you all right? Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are okay? you okay? She's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. But she looks terrified. She looks absolutely terrified. And uh, we, we also get this part where her dad asks her, what is she doing? She says she is fine and begins to run back to the house towards her dad. Turns out she actually just goes in to grab her keys to her car, yeah. and she gets the fuck out of there. But yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's dark. So yeah. now, now it's dark, uh, which is why it's probably twilight. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good point, good point. Yeah. Uh, she gets to an area where she is sitting on the beach. Her phone starts to ring, and it's her dad. She's letting him know that she loves him. So at this point in time, we actually know that she's she's given up, right? Yeah. She wh- whatever is chasing her, she's giving into it, and she's just saying, "Fuck it, take me." Yeah. Um. So. What I think is really good about this, it sets up the film to have you asking questions right away. Right. It's, it le- leaves you wondering because the, the camera work is made in a, in a way where you have an eye view of the, Everything the, the, the girl that's being chased, right? You have a shot where she's in the dark, sitting on the sand, on the phone, looking at her car. Car is slightly shifted to the left while you mm-hmm. have empty space right in front of you. Yeah. And it just stays there. Yeah. And you're wondering, like, what am I supposed to be looking at here? Right. And your eyes are kind of darting yeah, around the screen. Exactly. Like, and I had, like, I know I'm missing something. I had caught myself doing that a lot. Um, with that being said, I think the whole film is set up in a way to have you wondering, why is this happening? And I think this significant opening does a good job in setting that up, but also... 
kind of sets the expectation too high, but also shows the consequence of what happens if yeah. whatever is happening gets you. Right. And I think that's a smart move. Yeah. And it this this was genius. Uh, so next morning cut. Um, and <laughs> I put here, she's fucking dead. She's fucked up. <laughs> she yeah. got fucked up. Uh, and I said, I said, her leg is in the, her leg is in the air. It's, it's broken and you can see her bone. Yeah. It's protruding out. Her um, foot is dismembered on the other yeah, leg. It, yeah. It, it, it's gnarly. Like she looked like she was mangled. Yeah. It um, looks like. They just origamied her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was just folded. Yep. Uh, which I'm actually really surprised uh, when my wife was watching this with me yesterday. She didn't even take her eyes off the screen. Like it didn't even phase her. And she can't really handle stuff like that. Okay. So wow, she, was yeah. just like, she was just like, it Man. made you want to look at like, how did that happen? Like, yeah. It's, it's pretty gnarly. And I put here a really cool scene here. Um, and the way it was shot was uh, statistically weird. And mm-hmm. the reason why I put it was statistically weird because there's actually a fact that this movie was um, shot all in a wide angle mm. to give you a sense of intimidation. Yeah. Um, because you can see everything, mm-hmm. yet you see nothing. It makes you want to look around the corners a exactly. lot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which, genius. I, I, I love yeah. that. Um, so now we meet our protagonist, Jay. Um, and she is getting, she's getting ready to take a swim in her pool. Uh, her sister lets her know that, uh, they are going to watch a movie and if she wants to hang out with them, uh, she said, no, she actually is going to go on a date with some dude. Uh, she goes into the house and all her friends, Paul, Yara, and her sister Kelly are sitting on the couch watching an old movie on an older TV from the nineties. It looked like it was like a tube. TV, right? Oh, like, you mean the TV? I thought you meant the film. I'm like, no, I think it's a lot no, the film was like in the 50s. It looked more 80s like. And the I think the like. vibe of this, I think the direction that they were going for was they wanted to go with like a timeless approach where like no matter when you yes. watch this, you can you could understand the facets of like someone having a smartphone and it looks kind of ridiculous or sure. it didn't want to be too tied down to a specific like year or anything like that, but their clothing style too. Um, it is modern. It's to modern an with like an 80s vibe, right. but also kind of mixed with a lot of decades. I think a scene after this, you follow up and she has uh, a choker necklace on that's made yeah. out of two rows of shells, which yeah. is very 90s, but the double layering the double of it layer. is very unique. And her, just a fashion choice with a lot of people, it just seems kind of like an alternate dimension kind of fashion yeah. if i were to say the least. And it's an, it, it definitely it's interesting in it, but it works. Yeah. For I, what for, for what this is trying to well, it works to an extent for me. It makes me think of like um films from like the early 2000s like Juno or like Superbad Oh, uh, sure. Like, you know the fashion yeah. is like it's kind of vintage yeah. but it's also you can tell it's modern like That makes you know? sense. And I think it's just that time around like 2014 maybe when this is film between like 2012 to 20 or whatever. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, whenever this like, was actually it, filmed. I think it's just more inclined to that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I, I feel like no one asked him like what's going on with the the actual timeline of this movie. Yeah, because uh, I, like I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. about it. Um, but it says here, uh, fun fact: uh, Jay is short for Jamie, a tribute to the Scream Queen Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, in the film, Jay has a sister uh, named Kelly. Jamie Lee Curtis's real sister's name is Kelly Curtis. That's really cool. So, I like Easter fun little like fun little homage to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Scream Queen herself. Yeah, uh, and I put here, I was like, what fucking time period is this? <laughs> I was like, old ass TV, but some crazy, uh, crazy ass clamshell phone that's yeah. like a smartphone. Yeah, that that was jarring. <laughs> Cause I was like, I straight up was like, what is she? Is she like doing makeup? Is she holding a, a Tomagotchi thing? And straight up, it just it shows a shot of her on the device. Yeah, and she's it's sliding with her finger. 
And it's very like crisp, clean, like yeah. LED display. She's you see the a- battery logo, yeah. everything. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah, like, it, it was it was very weird. It and felt it, unnecessary. It it does. Yeah. But she brings it out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> She's glued to that fucking thing. Uh, Yara, Yara uh, says that she has an idea and she just farts next to Paul. And I was like, got it. Classy shit right here. <laughs> uh, Paul gives a look to Jay while she's walking away. Obviously, he likes this girl. Yeah, you can um, tell right yeah, away. You can definitely tell. Like he's like on her. Uh, Jay is in her room, looking in the mirror, trying to trying on lipstick, getting ready for her date. Uh, we cut to her on this date with Hugh. They are waiting in line in a line uh, at the movies. Jay wants to play a game, um, and she told she told Hugh to pick a person that she would like to be that they that he would like to be. Excuse me, and she will choose that person that he chooses. Also, he needs to pick a person that he wants to trade with for whatever reason. And right. the other person needs to guess the reason why they would want to trade places. Exactly. And this 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 was a nice humbling thing. And it was a nice kind of like, uh, I guess, foreshadowing and kind of like a yeah, back step. It sets up a good introduction right. to what this movie really is about. Um, since this was my second go around actually watching this movie, the, this part actually really interests me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it says here, where I put here, uh, she chooses someone She chooses someone, and he tells her uh, that he chose uh, to be the little boy who was being held by the by his parents. Um, and I put here a little, a little back shadow or foreshadow uh, that something probably happened to this dude very early on, which makes him want to go back to the past. Yeah. Um, where you're carefree, you're a kid, right? And and I, I thought that was a really, really good touch. Going back to when things weren't as complicated. Right. Now they are sitting down in the theater and again when <laughs> But and again, when is this movie set? <laughs> a fucking oh. per- uh, there was a person on the organ yeah. piano playing for and the I was movie. Like, I totally like yeah, that called out to me what too because um, for people that don't know, during silent film era um, in the early 1900s, <laughs> uh, when there was no sound in film, you would have um, an orchestra, an orchestra or, or like yes, anyone or an accompanying music yes. to create sound for the audience. Oh my god! And yeah, I I, I noticed that too. I'm like, that's kind of it was weird. so yeah. odd. It was so odd. Um, then I put, uh, I put here. I was like, anyway, Jay chooses a person, and Hugh says uh, the girl in the yellow dress because uh, it was Jay's turn this time to yeah. pick someone. Uh, Jay said, and I have this dialogue piece in here. Jay says, "Where?" Hugh, right there. Jay, are you teasing me? Uh, we get a cut of nobody standing there, so we can assume that this this is the point in time where we are going to be in the perspective of Jay during this movie, mm-hmm. since Jay doesn't see anything. Yep. Uh, and we jump perspectives a little bit, so that it gets pretty fun. Um, Hugh asks if they could go and leave out of this place. He's really scared at this point. He says that he doesn't he doesn't really feel well, so he wants to leave. They are leaving, and you get a glimpse of what movie is on the marquee, and it says Charade. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was very interesting at this point because it's if if you're the only person who can see it yeah and you're kind of like pointing and like like they're right there like it's kind of like a charade act and it it, i thought it was a really fascinating take um they're driving to a diner we get some nice dark music here uh we see someone in all black walking towards the diner uh right distance in the distance right past jay past the glass right um and uh, we are now with we are now with Jay and Kelly talking about Jay's night last night. She is saying that Hugh was acting pretty weird last night and just continued what Hugh said last night to her sister. While they are walking, we get that we get their neighbor washing his wagon. Uh, cool dude, 
point and I said point out to the cool hair flip and all that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we transitioned to night, and uh, this is. And I, I said this is a pretty cool uh, transition at this point because the transition was like this nice little slide transition. Yeah, it was a it was, uh, it was a pan shot. Yeah, that kind of went almost like 180 like, degrees. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah. I was like, th- that was fun. This this film likes panning cameras a lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, Hugh and Jay are walking through a wooded area to get to a lake. Um, they. Oh wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. That was right. Uh, Hugh and Jay are walking through through what area to get to a lake. They kiss and things, and I said, things are probably going to get sexual. Yeah. <laughs> um, you it, can tell the attention is like, because they're walking through the forest. He's holding like a six right. pack of beer. Yeah. Like, I think the attention is holding to, a blanket. The attention is to fuck. And yeah, <laughs> like, and <then laughs> previously, I think the day before, while they're walking past the dude in his wagon, um, yeah. Kelly had even asked Jay, like, y'all fuck? Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jay was like, no, but I could tell he wants to. Yeah. yeah. And, and and she's she's starting to like feel a little bit more comfortable at this yeah. point, it sounds like. Um, and then I put here, this is a movie about an STD demon after all. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jay says, let's go to your car. Uh, they have sex and the paranormal shit is, and I put here, and the paranormal shit is about to uh, really, really get down. Uh, they are in the sketchiest area ever to do this. Like, I would be so scared. Big, open, like, abandoned, abandoned black top. Or yeah. Surrounded by, like, greenery. Jesus. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Who goes here? Uh, Jay has the door open, and uh, she goes on the on this monologue about driving in a car down a highway going to nowhere. I thought this was fascinating. Yeah. Um, like, the dialogue in this movie works really well. Yeah. Um, and I, I was actually a really huge fan of the dialogue. Yeah, and this is post-sex. Like, right. It seems like this is they're like, all right, we had sex, and then Jay's kind of like relaxed, laying down on her stomach in the backseat with like both the back doors open. Telling them some intimate stuff. Yeah, and she's playing with um, a plant. A and plant on the you, ground. you notice that she is the type of person that can just fiddle with nature yeah and she enjoys it yeah um with anything alive really um but at the same time you see hugh kind of leave open the trunk right and it's like nothing intense it's more so as a viewer you're kind of wondering like yeah. what is he doing yeah you see maybe him, he's getting ready to leave yeah like yeah you see him bring over like uh, a beer yeah and he places it down and as a viewer you're like oh okay cool i guess they're gonna just drink some more and then he goes back to the trunk he goes back to the trunk and after he goes back to the trunk he closes that trunk hugh gets back in the car behind her and he chloroforms her until she passes out i said batman <laughs> <laughs> um we get Jay strapped to a wheelchair in an abandoned building. He was walking behind her in all black, in all black, in a flashlight, and he's just looking around. Right? He's looking for something. He's with looking a flashlight. for something. It's weird. And then, um, then I said, uh, he calls her and he asks if she's awake. Then proceeds to apologize. I put here, dick. <laughs> well, he sa- he also says, in which once you, I hear this, I'm like, oh no, shit's gonna go down. Oh yeah, it's like I'm not gonna hurt you, and I'm like, oh yeah, like, exactly. That's, might that's as well be saying I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> exactly, you may as well. Um, he says that he's, and I put here, he says here that he's not gonna hurt her and not to worry. Yeah. Uh, Hugh is uh, now telling her about what is going to happen next. Some thing, quote unquote, is going to follow her. It could look like someone she knows or a stranger. It could look like anyone, but it is only one of it. It can look like someone you love just to get close to you. Mm-hmm. It looks like it wants to hurt you. Um, like also, I said, the, the dialogue is so good. Yeah. He also said, it's slow, but it's not dumb. That's right. It's yeah. slow, but it's not dumb. Uh, Hugh says that he that he sees it, and he grabs Jay to go look at it, too. 
we see some naked chick walking across the train tracks, looking up at them. Hugh tells tells her to get rid of it and um, get rid of it and to sleep with someone else to pass it along. So he's telling her pretty much how to kind of keep the trend going. Mm-hmm. Um, he totally left her tied up on the chair, so you can you can see it uh, see it closer, um, or so she can see it closer. Uh, and he kind of just left her in that spot because it was walking now towards her, right? Yeah. Um, he had mentioned he's like, I need to do this, so you believe exactly. Yeah. Uh, then he took her he took her out of there and he took her out of there and he let her he let her know that it's slow but not stupid. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, Yara, and Paul are playing cards outside and and they ask Kelly where where Jay is. Jay pulls up and is thrown out of the car, pretty much naked. Uh, parting words: Don't let it touch you. Yep. <laughs> Her friends, her friends help her up, and uh, we are now with uh, we are now at the neighbor's house, uh, looking th- looking at all the festivities happen from his perspective. Jay is on the ground talking talking to a cop, and she is distraught about the whole situation. They asked they asked her if she has ever been uh, to this guy's house, but she hasn't. I put here rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's now in a hospital, uh, getting evaluated. The cops go to the area that they hooked up. Jay is not feeling, uh, or excuse me, I skipped the, skipped the line. Uh, they go to the, they uh, go to the spot where they, where they hooked up. They find her purse. Um, Jay is not feeling good at the, at all at this point. Her mom says to a friend that they can't find the dude. Maybe a different name. So that's where we kind of get the hint that Hugh might not be Hugh. Yeah, I Probably think made it up. I think the mom had mentioned to her friend that. He deliberately made a fake name with a fake address. Right. So he can't be tracked. Exactly. Because when he pulled up um, to Jay's house and just dropped her on the street in front of them, I'm like, damn, this guy's ballsy. Like, yeah, this dude just didn't, get, didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, can't they just see his license plate and just, or just, you know, clearly yeah. it's like, oh, we know that guy that she was dating did this. Right. But like, but who is he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we get to where am I? Jay is in the bathroom looking at her body in the mirror. Um and you could tell she's she's just like completely just violated at this yeah. point in time, right? I mean, even though it was consensual and she even told the cops like they asked her if it was consensual, um she, she yes. still felt violated and yeah. she still she still probably felt like she was raped. Because he took advantage of her, right? Yeah. He, he used her for his gain. Yeah. Um, so well, not only that, but like traumatically, like she was yeah. tied up having a naked woman like walk, walk up, up to her, her while this seemingly stranger like has her tied up and yeah. forcing her to watch this person walk up to her. It, that's right. scary. That's terrifying because yeah. she doesn't know who this person is. And, yeah. And she assumes that he knows this person. Yeah. He could be fucking with her or just be a psycho. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so while she's in the bathroom, a ball is thrown at the window and uh, and it startles her. And guess who it is? It's pervy ass Paul waiting behind the, behind the window of uh, on her roof. Yeah, like, it was he, weird. like he so weird, so weird and unnecessary once again. Um, this is where it gets to the point where I'm now no longer really filling this movie anymore. Uh, we are now at Jay's school and she is in class listening to her teacher talk about some school shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to pay attention, but then I just yeah. kind of like uh, I kind of zoned out. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that was the point. I think uh, we were supposed. I hope to so it. because I think this film does that a couple times, and I was just like, if this is significant, it's just not clicking for me. Right. Yeah, yeah and I hope it wasn't. I, I, I hope it, it was. wasn't because um, she kind of zones out too. Yeah, and I, I think it was an in, it was intentional. Um, I think I caught like a little bit of what she was saying. I, I just know it was history. It had something to do with history, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know too too much. Um, 
and I, I assume this is a college. Yeah, it seems like a community it seems college. like a community college. Um, so at this point, she looks out of the window, and we can see an old lady walking across the campus in a hospital gown towards her classroom. This lady is creepy, and it's pretty good stuff. Like, yeah, she looks great. Um, no makeup, truly done. It looks like, but. It still looks good. Jay gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> and while walking down the hall, she is cautious. But the old chick is beh- is behind her, still coming hot on her trenches. And Jay says, hello. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no one else can hear her or see this, see what she sees. Um, so there are two girls having a conversation, but uh, they can't see anyone else there. So they say hello back. <laughs> yeah. Kind of confused. They're like, hello. Hello? Like, yeah. okay. And, but... Between the the two girls and Jay is this, this old, old woman, woman just slowly walking towards her. Yeah, and she's just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Um. Uh. But I say, yeah. Where am I? You can I start. You can start to tell that um, Jay's thinking about what Hugh said to her. Right. And she's probably thinking about what happened exactly that night. Um. So we also noticed that in her classroom, I forgot to say this, that uh, her neighbor, her next door neighbor, or the, the neighbor across the street, he's in the class with her as well. And uh, he notices that she's kind of freaked out. Yeah, you, he looks back at her. She's in the back left corner of the room. And when she's looking out the window, she sees a woman walking. And she's yeah. more so like, what's that? And, yeah. you know, it's just walking in the middle of the campus. But then it kind of starts walking off the cement path towards the yeah. grass, towards the window towards she's the looking window. at, directly at her. And when her neighbor looks back at her, uh, her you can get the... Uh, perspective of him seeing her heavily breathing yeah and just like kind of staring out the window yeah um so it, you can you can tell it, it's traumatic it, it was definitely traumatic for her and uh and i for for me this part did not give me any sense of dread yeah um and, but i think that's that was what was supposed to happen but i didn't feel dread at this point i just felt like okay it's coming like, yeah. <laughs> um so now she's uh now she knows shit is actually real and dude fucked up her life for good <laughs> uh, she drives she drives to some ice cream shop where her sister works and she has a cup of ice cream uh this ice cream looks melted as shit uh, <laughs> while she is talking to kelly and paul um about um who she saw at the school jay lets them know that uh this is this is a warning this is the warning that hugh gave her paul lets them know that uh he can stay over on their couch and i said and boy is he thirsty <laughs> <laughs> well i mean kelly um jay says sister, no yeah she even says like oh hell no you're not staying there yeah and she tells jay you need to be more worried that you don't wake up with um was it Paul? With Paul, Paul humping yeah. your leg. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, damn, this movie's just really trying to like explain to you, like this guy wants her back. Right. The only, I mean, mind like if that window scene didn't exist, he wouldn't seem as creepily thirsty. Right. Um, but that window scene, that in window scene is where you you kind of you take a turn, and it seemed kind of out of place with the rest of the film. It seemed I'm weird. Being honest, like it seemed really. She weird. didn't follow up to be creepy right just more so young naive and thirsty yeah it was just like what like first and foremost why did you throw the ball yeah that didn't make like like sense. why like why yeah. would you throw the ball like why wouldn't you just either one just be a peeping tom yeah or like it, it just it felt really weird and out of place like it, it did not go with this movie taking a couple steps back so when she's in the pool mm-hmm. um there are neighborhood boys that are spying on her because right. um you know, they're young kids yeah, and they're young hormones kids. are really going off. They seem like preteens. Yeah. Uh, and she even says, I see you guys. And they keep looking. Yeah. Um, then later, before she gets thrown into the middle of the street at her house and, you know, her friends are on the front porch, they talk about how annoying, how pretty she is. Right. So it's really 
it's the exposition is that hey she's everyone thinks girl. she's everyone really thinks she's pretty yeah, yeah exactly she she was probably the popular kid back in high school yeah things like that yeah um so i think that lends itself well with I mean, that lends itself well. It, it explains, like, why Paul is so thirsty. Like, Yeah. Uh, it explains his fascination with Yeah. Him. But, yeah. again, it's a little... It's, still, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's very bad behavior. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like toxic behavior, and it, it's kind of one of those things where not only does he seem desperate, but he, he also is very persistent, right? I mean, he he's invading her privacy at the point where he's spying, spying into her, her house, yeah. especially in her bathroom window. Like, it's it's... Completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's definitely, but it doesn't. Not good with the times. It doesn't line up with his character with the rest of the film. It does not line up with me. his arc yeah. at all. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, we cut to a night shot of doors, gates, pulls, and the sister brushing and the sisters brushing their teeth before bed. Yara's on the toilet being gross with her toenails. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was gross too. She's so gross. I feel like that girl was forgotten about the whole film. Yes, yeah. oh, man, we'll get to her. Oh yeah. We will. Uh, uh, fun fact, actually, Yara is the oldest person in the movie, but she seems to be the youngest. Yeah, she does because she's very immature. Yara's actually in real life. I forgot her name or her actual name, but in real life, she's thirty. And okay. everybody else is around the ages of 22 and 25. Okay. Yeah. So um, she's gross. <laughs> uh, Paul's on the couch watching old television on this 80s box set. Jay, Yara, and Kelly are in the room. Jay can't sleep, so she goes out in the living room with Paul. They are sitting on the couch, and Paul lets her know that it'll be all okay. He lets her know that um, he hasn't slept over since they were kids. Um, and I put, he likes you, boo. <laughs> she tells him that, uh, uh, that he, she tells him that he was her first kiss and that, uh, he then kissed Kelly after that. Uh, and then they go to this very strange, weird conversation about them finding porno magazines. Yeah. I want to talk about this. So <laughs> taking it, breaking it down. Right. I, when she walked down her demeanor, the expression on her face, I was like, She's going to try to fuck him to get rid of it because she's 100%. thinking about what he said. And she even it came down with like some intent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was some body language where she was inching closer, but she was still kind of like. She only had panties on and yeah. a shirt. And she, um, I mean, she's home. She could say however she wants, but um, she sat in a way that seemed like could leave her a little exposed. 100%. Um, the, the foot was very close to him. Yeah. Paul kind of stares at her foot yeah as well and i like, wonder Whoa. i thought he was staring at something else i thought so like too. when he was looking down but i i i only want to assume it's the foot just yeah because i don't want i don't want him to have this creepy behavior yeah like i really it's don't. true yeah but, but it, okay so at this possible. point he doesn't seem creepy it, it literally seems like jay seems is like he's just hitting on her jay's like laying it out there like hey this is the vibe i'm setting up and i think it was more so set up for paul to make a move but this yeah. kid Seems like a virgin. He seems really young. Right. Um, it seems like he doesn't know how to make those moves. Um, and I think like it could have led up to them having sex. But 100%. we're interrupted. Yes. Uh, so we were interrupted by doo, 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 a, a glass breaking. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so Jason's Paul to take a look. Immediately, she just said, "Go look." <laughs> like, I was like, "Uh, okay." And like, I'm like, "All right, yeah, this dude yeah, clearly like this dude, doesn't have this confidence." Dude, this dude, yeah, he he 
on he, it. He talks a big game. <laughs> He's whipped. Yeah. He, well, he talks a big game. He's like, I'll protect you. You know, I'll yeah. make sure nothing happens. But when it came down to it, you can tell he was not prepared. Right. Uh, he said that uh, he said that there's a broken window in your kitchen, but no one is there. Uh, we and I said here uh, we all know that nobody else can see these people except for her. Uh, uh, so it, it, who's to say that they're in the house or not? Yeah. Um, so Paul goes goes to wake up Kelly at this point in time, and Jay is left downstairs. Jay goes to investigate the kitchen to see if any if anything happened, um, and. I put here super unnecessary slow motion at this point. Mm -hmm. There is a lady with no shirt peeing on herself, walking towards her. Um, So it it seems like these entities or these monsters or creatures or whatever they want to be, these demons, these it's, um, they, the creep factor is them being odd, having odd behavior. That's supposed to be the creep factor. So it's, it's weird. Like this woman, this it, Walked in, has a bra on, but the one of the cups are down, down and her, yeah. her tit her. is exposed, right? Yeah. She's pissing herself. But not only that, it looks like she her teeth are fucked up, like someone punched right, them someone in. Punched them. Um her eyes are have really black Yeah, like sunken down. Yeah. Um, like she has bags under her eyes. Like she just looks misused and mistreated. Yeah, and at this point I'm wondering like why? Because it wasn't like this just the last two it's you know oh. ago. And it was just like why why and the why is probably just for plot, to be honest, to be creepy. And yeah. she, this is her first time being um, faced with something so up close and yeah. personal, this, like a few feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where I started asking questions. I'm like, okay, why? Right. Why does it look so, Why is she so fucked up looking? Why is she pissing herself? Mm-hmm. Why could I see her titty? Yeah. It, 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 it just felt like it was there to be um, like so vulnerable that it was supposed to be shocking, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't feel shocking. It just, once again, it felt misplaced for all the other it's that we get yeah. throughout this movie. Yeah. Um, so Jay runs upstairs to a room, to a room, any room. It, it, it I, I guess her room. I, well, she, I, she freaks out. Yeah, she, she freaks knocks out. knocks everything down yeah. trying to run away. And she runs into that room and locks a door. Uh, her friends um, knock on the door and lets her know that nobody is out here. Uh, Jay walks to the door to open it. Um, her sister and Paul walk into the room. Jay is panicking, but saying that she needs water. Uh, Yara's outside the door. Uh, oh, wait. She lets no one else leave to get her water, though. Um, mm-hmm. So she she really doesn't want this, want this thing to come in. And it, it, she she doesn't know at this point that no one else can see it. But yeah. she can kind of... She seems like she kind of knows. She's terrified of being by herself. Right. And when... Well, we'll get to that, actually. Because yeah. there's a lot of incidents that happen. We'll get to that. We'll get to at, that. At this moment, she's terrified of being by herself. She yeah. I, I've felt that fear before as a child, right? Sure. I remember after I watched uh, Child's Play, uh, <laughs> my sister was in the room and she... I went to her room because I was so scared. And she had said, I'm going to go get laundry. And I'm like five, six, seven years old. And I screamed, no, don't leave. Yeah. Take right? me with you then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or no, I didn't even want her. I didn't want to go out of the room. I didn't want her to leave. And I, it, I thought of that moment when I saw Jay freaking out. Cause she's like, I need water. I need water. Someone's like, okay, I'll get you water. She's like, no, don't leave. Like, yeah, it's so terrifying because it's like, you feel so trapped. And right. I, I think it was, it was really well done because especially when you're in your own home, mm-hmm. you just kind of want to hide in a corner when you feel vulnerable. Yeah. So I think this scene was done very well. Yeah. I think, I think the panicking scene worked. Um, it made me feel for her. It made me yeah. scared uh, for sure. And I was just like, I was like, okay, yeah, like this, it's starting to pick up. Let's, mm-hmm. let's exactly, get it. Yeah. Uh, so Yara's outside the door and Kelly opens it 
and we get this tall motherfucker walk right in mm. behind her. This was great. It was smooth. It was so good. Like From the he shadows. Just, as soon as she opened the door, yeah. he just like, as soon as Yara walked in, he walked in too. Yeah. And it was fucking perfect. It was. Like, this is, this is what I wanted these beings to be. Mm. Like, I wanted them to all be like him. Yeah. Well, he had black eyes as well. He did. So he I was, was like, okay, there's a. He was crazy. Greedy. There's a reason for this, right? And that's, that's what <laughs> I kept. Not all of them have that. Yeah. So I was wondering. I'm like, there's a there's a theme going on here, and I can't wait to figure out what this all means. Yeah, but there's not. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jay runs out of the room and is running outside. She. <laughs> this is where she now leaves everybody. Right. Yeah. She just dips. she just dips. Uh, she hops on a bike and is riding to a park. I don't know where she got the bike from. Uh, it was just, just on her front house, I think. Yeah, I just yeah. it was on the front of her porch. Um, this seems pretty smart. I put in, obviously, very jokingly. Uh, this seems pretty smart being in a park at night all alone <laughs> with nothing around you to sit on a swing set. Yeah. And I said, but there's actually beautiful shots here at this park. Um, it's it's beautifully shot at this point. The the darks are great. At this point in time, yeah. like it, it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, at this point, I'm think I remember thinking that I had assumed that she was thinking about what Hugh had told her. He had mentioned her, "Don't ever be in a place with only one exit." Right. And a park is a very open area. It seems like they grew up in this neighborhood, so she probably knows yeah, this she park probably really well. Where she's going because I know when I was a kid or like in high school and all that, like there would be places I would be at in the middle of the night, like a park that I'm very familiar with, that I'd be like, I would feel safe because I know it well. Mm-hmm. So. Especially after like leaving your house from something like that, like right, I would probably do the same thing: get on a bike, bounce, and yeah, go somewhere where go I can see you, everything around. Yeah, me. somewhere I can feel, feel at least semi-safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's on a swing, looking around, but the camera is, and I said, but the camera work is really great here mm-hmm. because we are expecting someone to come around. Uh, Kelly, Yara, and Paul end up finding her in the park. Um, the, and this is this actually validates probably what you said. Where she's like, where's the first place that she that she's gonna go? Yeah, it's probably this park. Um, there's someone walking towards them, and Jay asks the group if they can see that person. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, and it's actually the neighbor boy. Uh, they all go, and I said, all of a sudden they just go with this dude. Um, it, it sounds like he doesn't really know them. So the beginning but of the it feels film, like it does. yeah, the beginning of the film set it up as in like he's just an observer, like he, yeah, he knows the they live across the street, yeah. and he kind of like. There's a commotion always going on at that place, and he, like, knows of them because of that. Right. But then this introduces it as – I took it as, like, they do know him. Right. Well enough for him to, like, go check on them, mm-hmm. right? But as a viewer, you're kind of like, oh, this dude, right? It, it, was, it was very odd to introduce him that yeah. way. Um, and, and for them to just be very comfortable to just go with him in, into his car. Especially because Jay starts explaining what had happened yeah. and – he starts walking away and Jay asks, are you just going to leave? Right. And he follows up by saying, no, someone has a drive. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's that dynamic, but yeah. like, where was this before? Right. So. It, 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 once again, just felt very oddly placed for me. Yeah. Um, so I said here, we get shots of what the city looks like and it looks a bit run down. And, uh, and then I put here, I was like a little like Detroit or yeah. Baltimore. And At this point I was like, oh, they're in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just in, I, that's that was the kind of vibe that I got, and I yeah. I put right at the bottom here, and I do genuinely mean this. Sorry to anyone in Detroit or Baltimore. Like we're not bagging on yeah, where no, you not live. At all. Um, it just that's how it looked to us. Yeah. Um, 
they make it to a raggedy looking house. Uh, neighbor boy, because <laughs> they have yet to say this man's name. Yeah. <laughs> neighbor boy uh, goes through the window of an abandoned place. Uh, they are walking around this inside this place and seeing windows with cans and bottles tied to them. Uh, probably an alarm system of some kind. <laughs> Since it is an alarm system of some kind, they immediately start touching the bottles and yeah. cans and making a fuck ton of noise. <laughs> uh, they're exploring this place. Of course, Paul finds porn mags again with <laughs> tissues on it. And of course, he touches it. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That I was remember so that strange. Too. I think it's to follow up with like how off he may be. Maybe. I think it's important to note too that um, they started driving with the purpose of going to what Jay knows as um, Hugh's house, Hugh's house yeah. which was actually the fake the house. Fake house yeah. But you can tell that like this is an abandoned home, but someone has been staying here. Right. And she even says, I, I've been to the front of his house, never yeah. in it. So at this point, you start to wonder, was Hugh actually living here? And, and, and it seems like he was. Yeah, with that alarm system. It's yeah. set up so if anyone makes an entrance at any window or door, you'll hear cans go off. Yeah. And they get to the top of the room where Paul finds porn magazines with a mattress and he finds something in them. Yeah. So Jay looked out of the window and saw someone outside. She quickly moves back. Paul found a picture of Hugh in high school. Uh, the squad goes to the school to see if they can to see if they can find uh, more information on this dude. So this this part was a little strange to me because mm. this is where the cutting system kind of feels off okay. in some places um, because – did they sleep there? Like, oh, because it's nighttime. So, no, this is a thing. At the park, it was the middle of the night. Oh, they drove until the day. They drove into the day, which That's was right. dawn. That's right. They were there, like, during the morning, yeah. and they went to the school, That's right. which was during the day. But that photo that Paul found, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe it was Hugh with the girl with from the girl beginning from the of beginning the beginning film. Of the yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. No, that was right. Um... So uh, the squad goes to school, and they can find more information on this dude. A uh, spiral shot of people walking in and out of the shot. This was this was an interesting kind yeah, of this 360 pan. Yeah, this yeah. was very interesting, and people walking in and out. Um, it was interesting, but it did feel a little unnecessary to me, just Actually, for them to kind of go towards um, towards. Uh, I, I don't know his name yet. <laughs> oh, got neighbor yet. boy. Yeah, the the lover, the neighbor boy, and uh, Jay. Well, I thought this was one of the best shots in the film. Really? So, yeah. So let me try to break it down. Um, there, the photograph that they found showed Hugh and what supposedly looks like his girlfriend in the photo wearing yeah. his Leatherman jacket with the right. high school symbol on there. Right. Right. So they go to that high school because they they recognize the uh, the varsity jacket. Um, or whatever kind of jacket it's called. I don't even know. No, um, right. Okay, cool. yeah. um, So they go to that high school. Or Letterman. They, yeah. <laughs> they go to that high school and the shot starts off with them walking into a, um, a building or a hallway. And, and it spirals. Yeah, it starts panning to the right. As it pans to the right, you see them walk into a classroom with like a, a teacher that is helping them find out who this student really is. Yeah, maybe the front office. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. The shot is... Um, shooting from the main hallway into a little walk walk area mm-hmm. and then into a classroom. It continues to pan right as they converse with the teacher and you get a shot of outside the school, on um, the courtyard, people making out and um, it continues to spin, does a 360, then you see a student walking, walking towards, towards the, camera. the camera. 
and it continues to spin back and continues panning um, right the whole time. I apologize if I said left earlier um, and goes back to um, shooting within the classroom and it stays there and it starts um, slowly zooming zooming in in. and you with me, I had that anticipation. I'm like, oh, my God, it is going to get them. Right. (laughs) And and I'm like, they're taking too long. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be a thing in the middle of the high school. This is going to be intense. And they just leave. And when they're walking out, walking up to the camera, I think they're going to collide with the it that is following them. Right. But it doesn't. Right. And that's the first introduction of like the movie is playing on you now. You have the same feeling as the main character where sure. you're not you're not ready to assume if that is a creature or an actual person that just happens mm. to be walking towards you. And I right. think that's why it's so smart because it got me. It made me really think like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here it comes. But I think straight up that was just a high school student walking with their backpack. It was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I, at first, like, I thought like, oh, they beat it. Like, they didn't oh, take too sure. long. And yeah. then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, no. It's probably just a regular student. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Um, Yeah, I didn't get that sense at all wow. from this. Um, And uh, once again, like, I just had that lack of dread in yeah. this moment where I was just like, man, like, like I, I know – I know I'm supposed to be really paying attention here at this point in time, but it just felt a little slow to yeah. me. And I was just like, all right. I think this movie builds on the suspense. And I think yeah, when you definitely, have 100%. watched a lot of horror films, you, you kind of get, you're really good at being on your toes about it, right? Yeah. Because I'm sure with you and I, when we watched this, we expected what to happen as we kept watching As the we movie. kept watching Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we know like the direction that, um, yeah that these movies can take and we know that it tries to fuck fuck with us sometimes. Right. Right. So you probably saw that right away and you were just like, Oh yeah, I know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, and I I understood what they were going for. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad it worked for you. Yeah. That, that was, I'm sure that was its its intentions. Yeah. Cause I think (laughs) about the general audience, right. The, the viewer that isn't like, a horror movie buff. And yeah, the 96 like, percenters. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I would hope that they would see that and like, oh, fuck, here it comes, here it yeah. comes, get yeah, out of there, right? Exactly. And like, it's like that rumpish, you yeah. find you. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so we f- they find the yearbook and they seem to uh, have a couple of, they have a few more answers. Uh, Hugh's real name is actually Jeff. Uh, this, and I put here, this dude is super undercover. Uh, neighbor dude makes, up, makes a quick move on Jay. Uh, and I was like, this motherfucker's so cool and suave. <laughs> Paul ain't happy about that, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay and the squad go to find Jeff at his real house this time. His mom looks like she's uh, also dressed in the 80s. She kind of had, like, the poofed yeah. up hair. Um, like, and yeah. she had, like, matching sweatpants on yeah. with, like, a collar underneath. Like, it was what gives? very strange. And then I said here, when is this shit based in? <laughs> and not only that, but they had synth music playing the whole yeah, time. The whole movie. Yeah, so. It, it's it's a very odd tone of what this movie is trying to go for. Yeah. yeah but here, Jeff is, t- is uh, talking to the STD squad about, <laughs> <laughs> about this thing following them. Uh, they all think this is uh, some kind of fucked up joke that he just played on her. A girl walks by at random. Jeff flips out. And, um, and asked the whole group if they could see that girl walking by. And I actually thought this was pretty funny because uh, yeah. very hilarious, like in a very kind of monotone way. Yeah, we see her. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> they, Je- or, his real name is Jeff, Jeff. right? Jeff, Jeff yeah. points at that girl like, do you guys see that girl? And the girl that like, she's like, walking by, she's fuck? like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And she keeps walking. <laughs> it was really funny. But again, it, it it's smart 
it's easy to do, but it's yeah. smart to do for that, the general yeah, that was, viewer. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a great a great little scene, and that was a fun comic relief yeah, break. I agree because uh, I feel like we don't really have that in this movie. No, we don't. Um, they I feel like they try, but it's not really. It doesn't really hit. Yeah, but that was funny. That, that was, was a actually good that was a good that was a good nice hit. Um. And I said, we're all back in the car uh, with this dude that we still don't know the name of that still doesn't, and I put here, that still doesn't have a name in this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, they seem to be driving all night long. They make it to a boathouse, um, and it, it seems like this might be a family boathouse of this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I... and. and uh, I said, I guess, I guess he probably stays here during the summer. They all just make refuge in this, uh, in this spot. Uh, more weird Paul shots looking at Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, neighbor dude is walking to a storage unit to get a gun and a lockbox. And I was like, now it's target practice time, baby. <laughs> uh, and I was like, and she's not good at using a gun. <laughs> and I was, and I even put here, how many bullets does she have? Then <laughs> like, it just kind of made me think, since she was kind of doing this target practice, I didn't see him grab any extra bullets. Yeah. he. So, Neighbor Boy had mentioned when they were driving up there that his dad used to take him hunting. Right. So, you can tell he may be proficient with a gun. But he didn't shoot aim. Yeah, but I think this was a shot to explain that, like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to defend yourself with this gun if need be, right? Yeah. And it's set up in a way that... It shows like you can't just teach someone to have good aim that right. quickly, right? Like yeah. that she takes, was struggling. That takes practice. Yeah, um, but he's not like really coaching her. No, nah, or it's anything. Like, he's not like square your shoulders or hold him with two cereal hands. boxes and yeah, like, shoot those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just like shoot the cereal box. <laughs> yeah, um, we are all sitting uh, sitting on chairs at this point, waiting just like everybody else in this movie. Um, <laughs> this was good. And I, I get the tone of how of why he had this direction at this point of us waiting so long with them because mm-hmm. uh, it feels very awkward, right? The scene feels a little awkward, but we know how slow these things move, yeah. and we know we know we're waiting for something mm-hmm. at this point in time. And I was like, but in the background, we actually see someone walking towards them. And then I put I put here. I was like, I love how this actually works. Uh, it, it's a really fun build up at this point. Yeah. The it's, girl walking behind. Uh, oh, sorry, you had, you had something. What I was going to say was the Go girl that you see walking. It's set up in a way where um, it's behind Jay's back. Yeah, and everyone is facing Jay, but clearly they can't see it. Exactly. So you just see Jay talking, and yep. something's walking towards her in the back. And this is great. This just works really well. Uh, so the girl walking walking behind her, uh, walking behind Jay, grabs her here her hair, but uh, they actually change their perspective at this point, and we cannot see what's grabbing her hair. We just see Kelly looking at her in shock, like what the her hair fuck like, gets pulled up by something, some invisible being. It's nuts. This is. It, it, that was fun. That was a fun scene. Yeah. Um, it, it was done better in The Conjuring. I'm just going to say that now. Uh, <laughs> Paul hits it with a chair, and he, and he gets flung back hard. Yeah. So this Holy scene, shit. Yeah. This scene kind of annoyed me. Like, uh, sure. It smacked Paul, but why didn't it just kill Jay? Like, right there. It of, touched her. Yeah. And he said, don't let it touch you. Yeah. Like, I don't get what was going on at yeah. this point. Does it have to do it in private, maybe? I don't know because like it, it it grabbed Jay's hair as if it wanted to pull it somewhere else, right? Right. You know what? Something happens in, later in the movie, and I think I know what it needs to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um. So, uh, it it, it kind of makes me think though what you're thinking of. Uh, we'll probably go to it a little bit later. Okay. Actually. Yeah, I'll save it. I was like, the thing actually looks like Yara, and um, I said this would have been more clever if. Uh, 
Jay had a moment to really look at her and yeah. be like, oh my God, she looks like Yara. But Yara's outside in the, in the water, right? She's yeah. like, go in the water, guys. Come in the water. Yeah. And Kelly's asking her, oh, do you want to before all of these events actually happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, she books it. She <laughs> They all run to the storage place. Um, and now it... It ch- it changed to the big dude again, and he looks he looks in the glass and starts pounding at the door until a hole is blown through the bottom portion of the door, and then I put here I figured out his name. His name is Greg. Yep. <laughs> Greg is taking a piss at this time. Yeah, while this Greg's is peeing. Uh, Greg is the neighbor boy, just in case for you guys to know. Uh, so Greg's taking a piss. Um. And then I said, some crazy small dude screaming comes through the hole. And this is the first time we actually get uh, an actual reaction yeah. from these from these things where they actually are like screaming. They're 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 being vocal now. Yeah. Um, which is very weird because this is the only vocal one we get. It is weird. Also, <laughs> the little boy that is being presented as the it now is a neighborhood boy. He is. Yeah. Yep. He was one of the kids that actually looked at her. That's right, yeah. At the pool. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah, the little kid is screaming towards her. Uh, but I forgot to mention before all of this is happening, um, Jay is letting them know that, like, there's nothing here. Um, uh, and You mean Greg? Greg, excuse me. Yeah, okay. Greg, Greg is letting them know that there's nothing here, there's nothing outside. Um, and they actually shot at it first, and they hit it. They hit it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they shot at it first, and Greg's just like, stop shooting, stop shooting. This is before the door. This is before the the door um, situation happens. So, yeah, it's a a copy of Yara walking towards them, and I'm shocked that Jay was like, all right, I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. Usually, like, you know, you and this is why I said take this, a moment to it, like it could have been clever. Yeah, it could if, have been if they would have gave it time to breathe. Yeah, and she'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like it, it would have been cool if they if she would have looked at Yara and then Yara looked at and the looked thing. at the thing was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because she oh, like, was like, All right, "I'm gonna kill it." Yeah, and, like, um, just automatically. Not like, only that, but like, um, I guess people when they're in the moment and they're in suspense and stressed out, like they don't think very clearly, but like. Yeah. She was shooting towards Greg at the same time, and he right. was even screaming, yeah. "Don't shoot, don't shoot!" But I guess she's terrified for her life, right? Right. So. She, and, and she's she's completely not listening to anybody at this point in time. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, Jay runs out. Jay runs outside on the other side now, and um, we actually get the cool shot of where it's back to Yara walking out of of right behind her. No one else walks out with her. Yeah, like it's just Jay. Then it's the then it's it. Yeah. Um. Uh, Jay runs out and she's still Greg's car. Uh, while driving, she crashes her, uh, crashes his car into a cornfield. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, we wake up in the hospital and she uh, has a speckle of blood, a cute little speckle, just right here on the top of her head. Bandaged um, up. And it's bandaged up. And it's just a little speckle of blood on, on there. She also looks like she broke her arm, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Jay doesn't feel safe anywhere at this point in time. Um, she just She just doesn't. She's laying in bed, dazed. You see a blur in her vision, right? Mm-hmm. You take her perspective, and she hears footsteps. Right. She leans her head over to the left, looking outside the door of her room into the hallway, and she hears steps steps coming even closer, closer and closer. She starts freaking out. She's yeah. having a panic attack. She's like, right. here it is. Yeah, and luckily it's a nurse. Just yeah. walking past. <laughs> and she realizes, like, this is this is the worst. Yep. I can't escape. Uh, we are panning around different windows outside of the hospital, um, and we're getting little vignettes of everybody that's kind of inside 
the hospital, right? We get a boy uh, that says, uh, get well soon on the wall and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but all these uh, people that you get, it seems very innocent, right? It mm-hmm. seems like it's, it, it's very uh, homes, wholesome yeah. at this point in time until we get back to her. Um, and then I said, uh, until we get to, get to Greg and Jay getting getting their fuck on in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of this is happening, and they're just like, all right, well, I'm going to pass it on. Jay has a cast on, bandages yeah. on her head, and in a hospital gown. 100%. And she's, she's feeling it until she's not, right? She, yeah. She obviously is doing this for a gain at this point. Um, and then I said, here, I would, I was like, if I was placed in this position, I would worry about getting pregnant and having to deal with the denom- uh, demonic STD uh, demon follow me everywhere while I'm about to bring a baby in this world. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, because I, I assume this thing can only work without safe, without unprotected sex. Yeah, I, I wondered that too when I was watching it because straight up, like, you you don't know the parameters of the rules around this, right? Right. Like, but that's how an STD works. Exactly, yeah. Like, that's if, really if good you're point. having unprotected sex, I mean, it's passed along. That, yeah. So I assume it's the same concept here. Yeah, maybe it's it's the thing is it doesn't it doesn't do a smart way of letting you know. No, no, I mean, it doesn't all. let you know at all. Yeah, no, so no, no, not at all. That's the that's the tough part. So yeah, uh, yeah. we don't see anyone putting any jimmies on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So uh, she then I said uh, she's totally not into this at this point and is using him to pass this demon on to another person. We jump to Greg talking to three other girls at his school. This dude's totally a player, uh, flirting with. Each and every one of them has his arm around one girl to his right. Uh, Paul is seen looking at Greg through the window, through through the door, excuse me, uh, while he is in the room with Jay. Uh, this part was a little confusing for me because I didn't know we cut. I yeah. thought he was at the school looking at him. I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. So what? So it, it cuts the school after they fuck, right? Yep. Um, you see Greg being a player. Yeah. It with the demeanor with a lot of people, you can tell that like. He knows he's going to fuck the girls he's talking to. Right? Yeah. And like he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I think that's important for later on. Then it cuts to the hospital. Yep. Um, Greg is visiting Jay, being very intimate by holding her hand, like rubbing her, her leg. leg. And you see jealous Paul mm-hmm. in the hallway staring down. Fucking Paul, man. Being creepily jealous. God, like, he's so weird. Why? He is weird. Why? He just seems like a virgin. Yeah. yeah. A weird one. I wasn't like this when I was a virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he. I think he's been a virgin for a little too long. Maybe it's yeah. not told that it's he's hard a virgin, to tell how old these people are. So yeah, I I had actually had that same thought process, but I'm like they're drinking, they're uh, drinking beers, they're drinking on the porch, they're smoking cigarettes. Like it seems they seem like, old enough to party. They seem like, like they're very fresh into adulthood, right? Like maybe post 18 or like around early, early, early twenties. Right. Yeah. Um, because they're still living at home, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Yara seems like the youngest one. Yeah. But they have a lot of freedom. I I don't know if this is in the summertime. Like the thing is, I think it's very clear that the mom doesn't really care. It seems like it's just a mom and dad's out of the picture she doesn't have any lines uh, the mother at least um when she's first introduced only her back and the back of her head is shown yeah. she only she has the line when she's talking to her friend in the kitchen that's right you're right yeah. and then and even so she doesn't really seem that to no, beat up just, about she it she just kind of wants to catch the guy she's gossiping about it yeah you know and that's her own daughter yeah um and then you see her in the hospital after jay wakes up from her little concussion or coma whatever right. Um, she's, she's waiting in the hospital, waiting for her to wake up. So she does care, but like, 
she doesn't have a significant role in all of this. Right. It, it, it's, it, she doesn't care enough to be like, no, you're not going to go out. Like, yeah. she's like, no, you stay in the fucking house. Yeah, like, exactly. It's Which I think a normal there. parent would do. Right. Especially out- in Detroit. Yeah, and after figuring <laughs> out like the the trauma of that guy that she was dating, right? It's yeah. like she's still doing her own thing, and right. the mother doesn't really have any input at all. Like she's yeah, not even it, a factor in all this. Uh, so Jay asks Greg if he if he has seen it yet, and he actually says he hasn't, uh, but he is waiting for it. Um, so that's that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go Very into important. it, but like I didn't catch it until we started discussing now. But like I had wondered why he hadn't seen it which he claims is a few days, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh, he fucked those girls at his school. And that's why he passed it he on. He passed it on. But the rule is... He slowed it down. Yeah, he slowed it down. The rule is if the person you pass it on lives and can pass it on to anyone else, you're good. Yep, because um, Jay hasn't seen it either. Yeah, and it's probably because he fucked some girls right after, exactly. right? With- it, it makes it interesting, though, because uh, Jeff still claimed he sees it. Yeah, and I think it's I think it lingers. I think it proves which we'll go into talking about. Like if you had just passed it on and the yeah. person you passed it on to hasn't passed it on yet, you can still see it following the person you pass it on to. Right. You're not completely clear yet. Got it. And that's what this next scene will follow up on. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Just because um Gray explains that nope, I'm waiting. Yep. We'll see when we see, but it's clear that he hooked up with other girls. Right. Immediately after yeah. he had sex with Jay. Yeah. So it, it was pretty obvious that he um, did what he did with these other girls. And uh, obviously probably one died. Yeah. Because we, we get a scene a little bit later. Uh, so Jay is back home in, uh, in her pool uh, with her cast on. Probably not a good idea. Just walking around the pool uh, lo- looking out into the distance. Greg walks over to see how Jay is doing. And her friends are on the porch letting him know that she actually wants to be alone right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yara asks Jay... Or excuse me, Yara asks Greg if he really hasn't seen anything, and he says no. Paul, frustrated at this point, defends Jay, and quote, "Well, she's not making any of this up. That chair broke in the middle of the air, and the door didn't break on its own." Greg brushes it off and says something happened, but it is it is not what she thinks thinks it is. Um, Kelly asks, "What do you think it is?" Then he doesn't answer and says, "I'll see you guys." He leaves. We get a few shots of the neighborhood before transitioning back to dark. We are back with Jay, and she is looking um, out at the window um, across the street at Greg's house. She is yawning and looking like she's uh, getting ready for bed at this point in time until she sees Greg in all white with no shoes on going towards his house. Uh, she doesn't seem concerned at this point in time because it's his house. Yeah. And it, it, it is him. She's a little kind of weirded out. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's why does he wear like, shoes on? Yeah, he's wearing, like, white um thermals white, yeah white thermals pants God, they have like pants holes through the knees yeah like he, he's just he's just he's greg <laughs> he walks up to his front door and he tries to open the door yep this is where she actually kind of gets a little worried now uh but soon realizes that it's not greg at all when he tries to open open the door and it's actually not opening for him and then he takes a rock and smashes the window with no expression on his face mm-hmm. and goes in the house where greg actually is uh jay tries to call him and no answer she sprints into action towards the house banging and yelling at at his door no answer she jumps through the window and heads upstairs towards his room uh she does this without getting any glass in her (laughs) she's yelling his name but uh you hear the sound of a constant knocking on the door we get up the stairs and there's a woman knocking on his door uh with just a robe on 
presumably his mom. Yeah. Uh, she notices Jay stops knocking for a second. She then goes back to knocking even faster on the door. Um, and by she, that's it. The, yeah. The thing. Um, Jay yells, don't open don't the door. Don't open the door. She yeah. Said, yeah, she yells to Greg to not open the door. Um, and I, I put here, this uh, scene's actually very well paced it is. at this point in time. Because now w- we got a little bit of like uh, veracity yeah. at this point in time, which is is odd for this type of movie, I guess. Uh, Jay yells for Greg to not open the door, um, but of course he does. It's a horror movie. Yep. <laughs> the And... Uh, it or the woman who seems to look like his mom. Uh, we know this because he very rudely says, what the fuck, mom? Yeah. <laughs> when he opens the door. Uh, and then she jumps on him. And I put here, shit, if that was my mama and I spoke to her like that, she'll probably jump on me too. <laughs> uh, Jay goes to check on Greg and his demon mom is dry humping the literal shit out of him. Yep. To Well, not the literal shit, excuse me. Literally to <laughs> death is what I meant to say. Um, we get a cool shot of some liquid stuff coming out of her pores. Uh, we pores. Don't, we do not know what that is. <laughs> pores. Uh, Jay gets out. Jay gets the fuck out of there and gets in the car. Uh, and I said, "Fuck calling the cops." I guess. <laughs> it comes out. It comes out of the house dressed like Greg again. She drove to a location yet again, alone and in the dark. Seclusion seems to be the only pl- the only thing that is keeping uh, Jay safe. She falls asleep on the car outside. This yep. was very odd. That was weird. I that was very I wanted odd. to understand why she did that. And I don't think there is no explanation except just exhaustion yeah. took her. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I said, yeah, that's right. Fucking sleeping on the car where you where you <laughs> where you can I don't know lock the door inside the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay wakes up and notices a little path. Uh, she walks towards it and gets to a beach, possibly the same beach as where we saw the first girl die. Um, mm. she sees a boat out in the water, um, uh, with people on it and she begins taking off her clothes and starts walking into the water. Um, well, she sees three guys, three like, guys partying on a, on small a like, little, little small boat. boat. Yeah. Uh, we then cut, <laughs> oh, then I put here, we don't know what technically happens because it cuts back to Jay in the car wet. Uh, well, she, yeah. So like with that, she, she goes down to her underwear and her, her her t- top her, her top she yeah. had like a top underneath her t-shirt and yeah. it seems like she started swimming towards the guys she didn't even start swimming yet oh yeah she, she yeah, just was before walking it cut, in the she water. was getting in the water i mean i think it's very clear that like she was like i'm gonna go tell those guys to run a train on me like yeah. straight up like because yeah. they they look like like bros right yeah they and, look like they were she, drinking she had like kind of escape uh like uh, undergarments on and things like that yeah uh like a, a very thin not very thin but a, a, i guess thin for whatever fucking time this movie is set in yeah uh panties on yeah and clearly she she has become so fed up that she was like i think the movie is set up in a way where it shows the people on the boat and her kind of looking and having a moment of self-thought like if I fuck like those three guys, yeah, I'll be like good I, for a bit. Like I could sleep or something. Like, right. Yeah. Um. And that's crazy. Going back to Greg dying, like, and before that, me mentioning like, why didn't the it just kill Jay when he grabbed her hair? Mm-hmm. I was like, does this creature need to like fuck or come like to like to kill someone? <laughs> like, because like when you those pores, man. yeah. When when you said there was liquid coming out of her pores, I'm like, is that it? Like. <laughs> It's so confusing because it again, like it leads you to the movie leads you to ask questions. So like th- I want to know why. This is what makes it even more confusing. 
is how the girl died in the beginning of the movie. Oh, she died yeah. very visceral and viciously. Yeah, and it was just like either that was incredibly rough sex, oh, yeah, or maybe. this thing just tore her to shreds. So that's what yeah. makes this movie even more confusing. Where it's just like, how do these things kill you? Yeah, because like straight up, Greg's mom or what it was, whatever it was, um, it started like humping him, but like yeah. his face just went pale. Right, pale white, and this guy has a tan complexion, so yeah, it's it's confusing. You're right. It, it was it was very very confusing, and we'll get to a later scene that makes this even more confusing. Uh, she falls back asleep next to her sister and Yara, um, and by she I mean Jay. A knock on her door, um, and lo and behold, it's Paul. <laughs> uh, she lets him. She lets him in the room. Uh, with, but first she asks, who is it at the door? She's being a little bit more cautious, um, and she actually has to move a chair underneath the door, then unlock the door, so she's being very cautious at this point in time. Yep. Uh, she lets him in the room, and she sits back down on the floor. Paul says to Jay, uh, um, you can pass it on again, uh, and lets her know that he also liked her too. Why did he choose? Why does she choose Greg? Um, fuck Greg. He's probably so stoked that he's dead. <laughs> she thought he was going, and she said that uh, she thought Greg was going to be okay. She thought he could handle it. She said that he didn't seem scared. Right. Uh, Paul grabs her hand and tries to kiss her, but she pulls away. Doing all of this while Kelly and Yara are sleeping right in the bed above yep. them. Awkward. I thought that. <laughs> Paul asks Jay if she trusts him and um he, and if she remembered where they were the first time they kissed. She shakes, she nods her head, yes. They all pack up the car and start heading to the pools, quote unquote. Um while they while they are driving back there, there's a naked dude on the top of her roof watching them drive away. That was a good shot. It was a great shot. It was creepy. But damn, does this guy Love naked people in his show, in yeah. his movie. But it, I think it works. Like, I hated seeing it, right? But, like, it works so well because it just... It worked better when they're still. Yeah. Like, that. that's what made that scene work for me is because that dude was just, like, completely still. He wasn't walking after her. But standing on the, the, roof, the beauty behind it, him standing on the roof sound, tells me that he was trying to get into the house. Yep, exactly. And I think Jay realizes that, mm-hmm. that it knew that... It couldn't get to the door, and it was waiting for an opportunity. And right. as they pull out of the driveway, and Jay sees it standing on the roof, she's just like, "It was above me the whole time, yep. and I had no idea." Exactly, it's terrifying. And that that was awesome. Like that was a great, great, great scene. Yeah. Um. Of of seeing that, seeing him or seeing it on the uh, the top of the roof, it being naked too, like on top. Because like I think about it, like I I think about it a lot. Like it it. It is naked when it could get them in, like, a vulnerable spot right. to, like, maybe fuck, right? Yeah. Because you think about Greg's mom. And I or, guess I guess this works both ways, right? It could be a female or a male. Yeah, exactly what so I was going to bring I guess this just yeah. works either way. Cause, and, like, you think about the first introduction of, like, it breaking into Jay's house and it being almost naked, right? Right. Um, and you know what? You remember how we said, like, it was pissing itself? Maybe it's just getting it ready down there to like Maybe. do something. Maybe it's not pissed. Maybe it's yeah. just like Maybe it's just some type of fluid. Yeah, exactly. Just to get ready for sex. Um but like I, I think, think it was pee though. <laughs> I think so. Because yeah, I, I remember looking at it and it was like very it was, clear. It was clear. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Uh I think it's just lubricating. Maybe. Now that I'm thinking about it. But like if you think about like before Greg died, it 
being the mirror of his mom. Like she was just in panties, her tits were out, she was in a right. robe. Like yeah. it was ready. It was ready. When when it's in an environment where it's just trying to get you, it's dressed up. When it's in an environment where it knows like it like can it, get like you, you can get you. Vul- and, you're vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Like when you're completely and it's vulnerable. ready to fuck. Like yeah, I because like I think about the guy on the roof. Like he was he was completely he was completely naked. naked, just waiting. Yep, and that's fucked up. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, and, um, this is officially a movie about rape. And I think we should. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was literally about to say. I don't think we should say having sex anymore. Or fucking. Yeah, I think we like should it, say it's, raping. It's trying to rape. Her. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's trying to rape her. My um, apologies for saying that earlier. Clearly, it's rape this yeah, whole time. Th- yeah, one hundred percent. They are all walking towards the pool, and Yara is uh, talking about. Uh, when she was little and her parents would not allow her to go uh, south of 8 Mile. Um, it was this point when I actually realized and got the confirmation that, yes, yep. this is in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I really like the music in this movie, though, this 80s theme. It was good. The only thing is it still confuses me with the timeline. Yeah, it's confusing. Uh, so the squad finally goes, uh, finally makes it to the pool. They are trying to, uh, oh my God, they're trying to get the entity um, to them. So like lure it in, I guess, a little bit here. Um, this this scene is very strange to me because this is a pool that looks abandoned. Yeah. It looks like an abandoned place. It's in a very sketchy neighborhood. It looks very clean with though. With barbed wire. Yeah. And the pool's full. It's clean. Yeah. And it's like, weird. It's, it's a very odd scene. It, it's very odd. Um, felt very 80s at this point. Yeah. Very no, stranger things. Yeah. It's like, this is our grand plan. Yeah. As, like, they're thinking, it seems like they're home alone. Yeah. They, they have like this childish vibe of this idea right. of how they're going to get the monster. Right. Right. Quote unquote. Exactly. Um, and it's not explained. It's so weird. It's a very odd. It's very odd because you're, yeah. you're you're sitting there and you're just like, "What are they doing?" Yeah. Like, what was the like? What was the point of him saying? Do you remember where we kissed? Yeah. Like, you remember where we kissed? Well, clearly, it's like an indication of like back to like uh, simpler times as a child, and it kind of brings right. up what Hugh brought up earlier about like oh, simpler times as a kid, right? I would have loved to have hear that plan though. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I would have wanted that to go in a little deeper. So basically, what their plan is is they're setting up all these electronic devices around this pool, yep. and they these are traps. going to have Jay in the pool. Yep. And they're going to wait for it to get in the pool with her yep. and have her run out and try to electrocute this this thing yeah uh this is where this movie gets odd so yeah. um so i said uh, uh they start bringing the out the electric equipment and then place it towards the edge of the pool um and i said uh let's get this thing in the water and shock it to death and i said great idea like seriously this is a good idea <laughs> and it is it, it, it's a decent idea to lure it in the pool to where she can get out fast enough but Let's go back to what Hugh exactly Jeff said. Yeah, it's slow but not stupid. Yep. Um, this this oh man, I I was like cringing in like not in like a oh my god this is so lame kind of way, but like oh my god like this sucks. Yeah, way like when you, I you're it. in a shitty position. Yeah. Um, and it says uh, they are all just waiting until the thing comes. Jay heads into the pool. She submerges into the pool. Um. Uh, which allows us to cut to the weather outside of a rainy, stormy night all of a sudden. Yeah. Unnecessary. So dumb. Um, we continue We continue to... Uh, oh, my gosh. We continue the waiting, and I am sure Jay is all types of pruny at this point. <laughs> uh, Jay then says, um, oh, my God, it's right there in the room. The thing is walking across the pool, chucking everything that they all set up for it. Very interesting, though. Like, it walks in. You don't see it. Don't and see it. Jay just shouts, it's here. Yep. It just walked through the, the door. It's a wide shot. 
and you don't see anything. You don't see anything. And you're like, okay, why now? Why now? Yeah, why not why change it? And why everyone, change it to a different perspective? Yeah, and at everyone's this point? like, where is it? Where is it? And Jay starts shouting, it's so gruesome on what it is. Or right. not gruesome, but it's just she is shocked on what it is. And yeah. it she explains that. Because the friends are asking, what is it? Yeah, well, like, well, like, what do you see? She says, I don't even want to say what it is. And yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, this thing's going to look fucked up, right? And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you, you start seeing things being thrown. Yeah, so and you're, you're like, well, that didn't work. Yeah, so th- you start seeing things being thrown in. Now, here's the thing. This is where this movie gets strange. Because now at this point, this goes back to the very first girl. Yeah. Where she died very viciously. Yeah. Then we get uh, Greg, mm-hmm. who dies by sex. But now this thing is trying to just kill her just by electrocuting her. I th- I think, yeah. it's Unless it thought it wasn't going to work. I but think... then he starts chucking everything at her. Yeah. He starts oh. chucking chairs and trying to hit TVs. her in the face. And TV. yeah. yeah, so like it threw a TV at her face. Yeah, like, like it he's was throwing all this intense. shit at her. He's trying to kill her. And I think... I think Ultimately, what was happening was it was just trying to get her out of the water. Maybe. At least that's what I think. But, man, when it started throwing things at her, I was I, I was like, ah, ew, yeah, like, 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 oh, my God. sucks. And she's getting electrocuted here and there. I'm like, this yeah. fucking sucks. Like, like your life nuts. sucks. Um, so I put here, I said, luckily, the electrical stuff didn't actually work. Uh, Jay is good except for uh, uh, for her getting th- uh, things thrown at her in high velocities. Yeah. Uh, Paul now has the gun. Great. <laughs> yeah. But he can't see it. So Jay has to manage to point while getting things thrown at her so Paul can have a good location to shoot. Paul takes the, takes a shot and hits Yara in the leg. Yeah. Great job, Paul. You fucking idiot. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Paul takes another shot. <laughs> Takes another shot and actually hits it in, uh, hits it on the hand this time. Um, With that, though, we see the reveal of what it is. Yes, it's her, it's Jay and Kelly's father. Yes, which is interesting because he looks normal. He doesn't look demented. Looks um, fine. He has clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I don't know. It's 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 a weird choice. I feel like there was a buildup to this. They slowly showed photos of her dad. Yeah. Even before Paul asked, do you remember where we had our first kiss? They showed pictures on her uh, mirror of her in the this pool, is, her with her dad. This is why this could have been executed better. Yeah, it could have a set been of so her, much more. A set of her, because obviously dad's not in the picture, so I assume dad's dead. Yeah. Um, so this could have been a great scene of her possibly breaking down crying. And saying, and Kelly saying, "What do you see? What do you see?" And then she's, and all of a sudden she'll just say, "It's Dad." Yeah. And then you just see stuff getting chucked at her. Yeah. Like oh. that would have been better. And you know, what, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking too. There was moments in this movie where I had thought to myself, like, are the it's that are being mirrored? Actually, no, that doesn't make any sense. I was gonna say, have they died from this creature? But you we see the child yeah, see in the, the neighborhood child. as yeah. that, so it doesn't make sense. So it is just using like it's just using whatever you know. it can. Yeah. Yeah. Just tactics to get towards you. Um, Yara gets shot. No one cares. We'll get to that. <laughs> I have a whole thing about that. Uh, so Paul takes another shot and actually hits it in the hand. This time we get a good shot at it, a uh, good look at it. Kelly throws a sheet over it, and Paul now has a clearer shot. He sh- uh, he shoots it in the head, and it falls into the water with Jay. Great. Uh, as she is trying to get out of the water, it grabs her leg. 
Paul, being the genius that he is, now begins to shoot blindly in oh the water God. at <laughs> when this is happening at both Jay and it. Luckily, he hits it in the head again, and it goes down. Jay finally gets out of the water. Kelly and Paul are both worried about Jay, while fucking Yara is bleeding from a bullet wound that Paul caused. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I literally was like, they just do not care about this person. She's crying and everything, holding her leg. Yeah. And fucking Kelly's holding Jay. Yup. I was like, fuck this scene. This scene is terrible. It was really bad. This is not a good scene. Not only that, it it started becoming really typical bad horror movie. It's becoming campy. Yeah. Like, it's now starting to rush. When Paul was just shooting in the water, literally, like, could easily shoot Jay. Like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) And, like, oh, wow, what a perfect headshot. Like, (laughs) right. No, like, oh, my God. It was, it was, I, there was I hated this there scene. was a lot of potential for this this whole idea of a movie. They could have done so much, and they tried going all in, but they, they to me didn't. they didn't really hit yeah, the mark. They didn't go like all this in. movie could. This movie had a lot of potential of being a really good horror movie yeah. to me, and for some people it was a lot of people it was the majority of people they loved this movie. Um, including Freddie. I know he's not here right now, but uh, Freddie would defend the fuck out of this movie. Really? Um, he loves this movie. Okay. And um, I wish he was here. I, I do too. Yeah. I really wish he was here. But I mean, hey. Wait till you listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jay starts crawling slowly towards the pool uh, to check if it's still down there. Um, there's now blood filling up the whole pool. Like a dark, like, stormy cloud. Yeah. It. This does not look good, in my opinion. Uh, it, it just, it looks... Very, very cheesy. Yeah. It, the, the blood's Low getting budget. redder and redder and redder. It's red and black. Yeah. It, like, it, it's it looks like strange. a cloud in the pool. It's yeah. weird. It's, it's very, very Stranger strange. Things. Yeah. Before Stranger Things, right? Right. Yeah. Before Stranger Things. Um, we cut to a door closed and a chair underneath the handle. Uh, Jay is on top of Paul at this point, <laughs> finally giving them the business. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And this is very awkward. Um, and I said, Paul is trying, I guess, good for him. <laughs> and I was like, you little awkward fuck. <laughs> this is awkward. It's so weird. Um, and like you said, he's probably a virgin, right? So he yeah. probably doesn't really know. Um, so Jay's doing majority of the work. Yeah, during the scene, you could. Paul is literally laying there awkward. Jay's like it's trying odd. to make it good for him. It's he odd. just doesn't know what to yeah, do. He's not making any noises. He feels like he's in he's pain. He's not even kissing her. And, like, it's, and it's possible that he probably just thinks like, like, I know this thing is not dead. I know this thing's probably going to yeah. come for me. Probably, yeah. I would imagine that that's so going he, through his mind. So it it's was probably hard to enjoy like the a moment. little, yeah, a little somber for both. Um, if that was me, I probably wouldn't even get it up. But I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we pan up to the windows, uh, showing the rain um, hitting the window. Uh, Paul asks Jay if she feels any different. She shakes her head no and returns the question back to him. He says no. Uh, she is lying down in her bed while her mom is rubbing her back. This is the first initial touch of the mom that we get for her. Weird. Like, even when she got thrown out of the car, her mom wasn't, like, holding her while she was talking to the cops or anything. She was just by herself with, with a blanket. But yeah. I'm, I digress. Um, uh, and we see a picture of her family, including her dad. I put here, but I, I actually looked it up at this point. But I put here, I was like, I'm not sure at this point, but I think that I think that thing that she saw at the pole was uh, the form of her dad. Yeah, they um, they slowly they slowly kind of sprinkled added photos beforehand. Like there was one, and then there was another right before that pole scene. 
And I think that last shot of the family was just for just in case no one got that. Yeah. It was Poppy. It, it's her dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I even put here, this could have been executed better if it was supposed to be her dad. Yeah. Uh, so now we go to Paul is driving and spots a couple of sex workers. Uh, seems like he is looking to pass it uh, pass along on to one of them. And I even put here, I was like, this is still really shitty and really messed up. Yeah. And this is not okay. And it, he's in a big like car from the 80s and it it really shows how small he is right and i think that's just like more so showing as a person right um how small he is the fact that like in a weird way he's willing to let other people die to protect jay and it's in 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 like he's not anything like greg right so he can't just flirt with a, a girl it might take too long yeah so he's just gonna pay for sex instead yeah uh and speed up the process a little bit and it and it leaves it up to you as a viewer to choose if you think he actually did or he didn't because it shows him driving by looking at them but he doesn't stop he yeah keeps driving. he kind of keeps driving it's it's the inception effect yeah um so sorry i know we're running a little long guys but uh <laughs> we're almost done um so uh, do, 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 do. we are back in the hospital uh, this time for Yara uh, the girl needs new friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, I, this girl needs new friends immediately she might, have well, uh, might as well not have been in the movie <laughs> no she definitely should not have been um, and I said she's now reading an, ex- an excerpt from the novel The Idiot um, and I thought that was perfect <laughs> yeah. uh, we get both Paul and Jay walking down the street and uh, there is someone now walking behind them and this is actually goes to your point mm-hmm. of what you said uh, that he probably didn't stop he probably didn't have sex with any of these women because there is someone now following them unless it got to them already. Yeah, so I had actually brought up to my roommate that I had watched this movie right after I watched it and I suggested to him, I'm like, oh, you would really like this movie. Oh, And he's like, oh, I've seen it. Ah, okay. And he, I was like, oh, have you? He's like, yeah, a long time ago. Um, and he asked me, what do you think about the end? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, do you think it follows? And because it, it shows a scene of them walking down the street, like Very on the awkwardly sidewalk, holding hands, yeah, and you don't see anyone behind them. They're walking past someone raking leaves on their lawn, right? Yep. Um, it then changes perspective to show what's in front of them and looks behind them again, and you see someone walking there. Yep. But like pretty fast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but is it? Is it someone following them? Is it just a civilian, or is it it? And then the movie just ends. The movie just ends. That is in credits, and that is it follows. Uh, a couple of fun facts here. Um, so I thought that was actually very fascinating, some of these facts. Uh, so it says here, the time frame of the movie is intentionally kept ambiguous, so it, so it resembles more of something like a dream. The cars that are shown are from more recent times. Many appear to be from the 60s to the late 80s. Yeah. Early CRT television sets are shown whenever the characters are watching movies. Uh, conflicting technology, including Yara's, Yara on a device that looks a lot like a shell compact, but she reads from it like an ebook reader mm-hmm. and, and using it as a light source at one point. Also, the girl from the beginning of the film uses a cell phone and drives a modern automobile with oh, several modern yeah. vehicles in view. It's, it's just odd. Yeah. Um, another, another another thing here. 
Uh, do 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 Jay and Kelly's mother's face is never clearly shown. In the first scene in which she appears in the film, she is uh, seen talking on the phone in the kitchen with her face completely covered by her hair. Yep. And other in every other scene, her face is either out of focus or partially cut by the frame. Yep. We do not know why he chose to do this. Um. I'm glad I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not only do the set props prevent the viewer from placing the year, the clothing prevents the viewer from placing the, the time of year. Yep. Uh, throughout the film's uh, short duration, clothing ranges from coats, jackets, t-shirts, and swimsuits during the day to barely to barely anything at all at night, all outdoors with no signs of discomfort. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> and I think we hit the nail on the head with that earlier. Yeah. we. It seemed like it wanted to not be too tied down to a specific year or right. decade and it clearly it, it, it got the succeeded. job done but it's very distracting very distracting um it, it made me ponder on that a little bit more than the actual movie sometimes exactly um let's see here do 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 uh oh, this one's actually pretty interesting uh in the background uh of certain scenes involving crowds there are some people seemingly walking slowly in view toward jay and her friends this is to give the viewers a sense of anxiety over the possibility of either of those people uh being the entity and this is what happened to you yeah we touched uh, on this this did not happen to me there was a lot of moments that happened that i didn't even bring up oh a ton but like as a viewer i was able to depict like i see what they're doing they're yeah. they're trying to mess with me exactly um uh, precursor to the smartphone, the flip phone of the early and mid 2000s was nicknamed the clamshell, oh, there you go. which is why we had a clamshell yeah. for Yara. Um, and lastly here, the films share a few similarities with another supernatural horror film hit, Stephen King's It. Both movies deal with a shape-shifting demonic entity that relentlessly terrorizes a group of youths. The, uh, the uncomfortable sexual undertones and implications in the narratives, the childlike qualities reflected from the main characters, the sense of dread and uncertainty in the atmosphere due to dark force, and the groups fighting back against the supernatural threat. And of course, both films have the word it in their titles. Yeah. I think it did all that very well. I think oh, yeah. it... It seems more like a tribute or, you know, someone that is a huge fan of maybe it. Um, right. But I think it's very clear that a lot of it is a, a build up of inspiration trying to be trying to be sewn up together. Yeah. And you could tell he he definitely got a lot of inspiration from like maybe John Carpenter with Halloween for mm-hmm. the, uh, the slow movements yeah. um, and uh, things like that. So like it, it definitely for what he was doing, it, it worked fine. Um, yeah. Again, I'm surprised of how popular it was. Me too. Yeah. Um, like I said, I see why people like this movie. I don't see why people like this movie that much. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it, I don't see why people love this movie. I think I it's say. worth watching. It's 100%. It's definitely a movie where you get a whole bunch of friends, yeah. get some snacks, this is watch a, it. This is a, a fun like, movie to watch yeah. with a group of people for yeah, sure. Yeah, just for fun. But like, I don't think it's a movie where you have to critically like – be like, oh damn, this is an important horror movie to watch. Yeah, or like, definitely even, not. <laughs> even like, this is not like a date horror movie or anything. It's no. literally a movie to watch and be like, whoa, what that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's that's what I feel like this movie is. And like I said, I appreciate this movie and what it did for the horror yeah. community. Um, it it definitely paved the way for a lot of horror films. Um, to f- feel a little bit more free. Yeah. Um. Like, I think it helped, like, with recession for, like, things like Midsummer and stuff like that as well. It, um, it definitely went in a different route than what a lot of movies were going for. I, I Yeah. I I may sound very critical in a negative way with this movie, but I had fun watching it. Yeah. 
Yeah. 100%. Um, I, I did not have fun watching it the second time around. I did, I did a lot of eye rolls. Uh, the first time around, though, I do remember having a, a decent time. Yeah, I think it's a it's a one-time go kind yeah. of movie. Yeah, the, the second go around was a little rough for me to get through. I'm not going to lie. I uh, but I had to pay attention because I had to write this for you guys. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the next movie that we actually are going to watch for next week, if you would like to watch along with us so you can follow along and not be spoiled for the movie, is going to be the Conjuring. One of my favorites. <laughs> I am so excited. And The Conjuring is actually going to conclude our month of paranormal movies. Um, so if you guys like the themes, we're going to be keeping them up. Uh, the theme after that is going to be Holiday Horrors, A Carolless Night. Um, so excited. It's going to be most of our horror films from for the holiday season uh, and you can follow along with us when we announce those a little bit later make sure to follow us on at goodnight life to see when those movie announcements are going to be released we are going to be releasing them per episode as well um, allowing people at least a week's time to watch these episodes this was nightlight a horror movie podcast i was one of your hosts prince also known as head knight across from me we had david celery stay spoopy that's right, baby. Also known as Nightly. Our efforts to get our show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us five stars is very helpful. I know it's small, but seriously, it helps us out a ton. Um, but we would love for you to also recommend this podcast to someone you know who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife. That's night with what? K. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services, services around the world. And don't forget your nightlight.